Up and Adam in the morning lives here. You're home for Up and Adam in the morning. It is the Crush at 92.5. Uh, Adam Montiel. And uh, it was so cool to have Dave Hovde, KSBY meteorologist, show some love, have something to say to John Lindsay. And uh, we got Dave Hovde, had a little conversation with him. So good to talk to you, Dave. I've been good, man. You know, just uh, my kids are adults now, and I'm getting them launched into the world. And, you know, all things Central Coast. Loving life, living life. What has been going on with like two months of straight wind? What is up? Man, I tell you, I just played the French Cup golf tournament at the San Luis Obispo Country Club, and it felt like it was in a hurricane. I mean, my goodness. <laughs> at least I'm going to use that as an excuse for my score because it couldn't, <laughs> be, my, couldn't be my skills. Not at all. Well, it can't be for someone who golfs as much as you do. Damn. Oh, I, I keep saying I am the worst guy who plays as much as I do. Well, look, um, you know, not to get too deep into the woods, have we seen wind like this for this sustained amount of time? And where it's coming from is making allergies just nuts for people. You know, the crazy thing, Adam, that's absolutely true. And this spring was one of the windier springs. We did a story here recently that, uh, you know, all the sick pelicans on the Central Coast, they're wondering what happened. Is there some virus? What's going on? You know what it ended up being? The pelicans were sick because the winds were too high. So these poor birds could not dive and feed like they normally would because the winds of the spring were a lot. So how did they get them better? They just fed them like crazy, and now they're better. Wow, that's fascinating. No way. Yeah. I remember that story. That's so interesting to see. Like That's how they deduced what actually was going on. So is this is is there any truth to the rumor that uh, there is some uh, deep underground uh, thing that you have done to get John Lindsay to retire so you could be, in fact, the <laughs> undisputable meteorologist of the Central Coast? <laughs> Not at all. I could be a bigger fan of John. I always have been. I have to tell you, it's one of these things where people always say, like, oh, you and John are in competition you know, against each other. That hasn't been true since day one. John has been, he's reached out. We've uh, collaborated on, you know, just getting information to people of the Central Coast. It's always worked out really well because he's like the morning guy and he gets a lot of stuff done early. And I come in at night and, and I kind of do the, the thing I do. But listen, John is the expert. He's so footed in this area. He gets everything. And uh, he couldn't have been nicer to me every single day and it's always a pleasure to see him and work with him and uh, we have the same goals and that is we love the central coast and we just want to make sure everybody here is safe and informed and uh, i couldn't be a bigger fan of john well i remember i mean i've talked to him many times on the air um you i get the chance to talk to you and when i do it's very special because your hours and my hours are so crossed that you often are you know having your rest at the time that i'm getting into work because you work so late when i'm when i'm at my rest every time i mention in the same kind of like joking manner mention you to john he just has so many sweet and kind things to say about how good you are and what you do and what kind of guy you are so i think it's really neat that you guys both have such a, a mutual admiration for one another I love that. You know, John and I went out to Morro Bay a few years back before things got crazy, and we launched a balloon for the kids at the Morro Bay, uh, one of the Morro Bay elementary schools, and they couldn't have been more excited, and John and I had a great visit, and uh, 
you know, the tough thing, Adam, is I, I'm frustrated. I'll be honest with you. You know, working that night schedule is really tough to just kind of connect with the movers and shakers. But, um, you know, somebody's got to watch the night shift here on the Central Coast and make sure people are informed. And, uh, you know, I it's just a challenge, just like your job and getting everything rolling in the mornings. And, my goodness, you're like uh, – you're like adrenaline in the morning. You're always ready to go, and I, I couldn't be more impressed by everybody who gets the day rolling right here on the Central Coast. There he is, KSPY meteorologist Dave Hovde is up in Adam in the morning. I think we've ever had two meteorologists on. V2 meteorologists on in one morning. Uh, we're going to come back. I want to ask some, uh, oh, look, we got him on the phone, right? Oh. <laughs> and we already had, we got John's take uh, a couple weeks ago on what we think the fair is going to be like. And the rest of the summer, we'll ask that to Dave Hovde coming up next. Thanks for being up and Adam in the morning. You're home for up and Adam in the morning. It is the Crush 92.5. Adam Montiel, continuing with our friend Dave Hovde, KSPY meteorologist, jumped on the phone to say some really nice words uh, to John Lindsay. when We had John on a few minutes ago announcing his retirement from PG&E. While we got you, Dave Hovde, let me ask you some weather questions. Here we go. The California Mid-State Fair, the Cork Dorks, broadcasting every single day. I'm dying to know if it's going to be like Africa hot at the fair. What can we expect? You know, it almost always is, and I've been looking at the Climate Prediction Center's outlook for that particular time frame, and there's some hope that at least part of the fair would be reasonable. But, you know, when it comes right down to it this far out, I always say be ready for that sweltering heat. We've all been to a concert, you know, at the Mid-State Fair, where you go there thinking, oh, there's no way I'm going to buy the band of the T-shirt that's playing, you know, or a sweatshirt for the band that's playing. But sometimes that wind kicks up at night, and all of a sudden you've got that band shirt on just trying to stay, you know, warm. So I get it. And, you know, as we get closer, I'd be happy to be on with you guys again. I'll tell you I'll tell you what the forecast is. But, you know, always be ready for a hot mid-state fair, sunscreen, plenty of Agua, and you'll be fine. You know, I love that. In that diurnal shift you talk about, that extreme heat in the day and then the ability to cool down at night, it's something that the grapes love. It's why we have world-class wine country surrounding us. Final question for you as far as, like, professionally what you're into. Obviously, a really, really low rain year. Are we seeing any kind of, like, monsoonish things that could happen? Or are we, again, it might be a little bit fur, a little bit far in the, uh, in the globe. But uh, what are we seeing as far as rain in the, the distant future? Well, I'll tell you what, you can double-check me with John, but a couple of things are going on. One, there is an expectation that the summer monsoon will be active across the desert southwest. Now, oftentimes we're a little too far away to get in on that game, but I do think we're going to have some encroachment of that occasionally over the course of the later summer and fall. That is at least the expectation on a lot of the climate models. The unfortunate thing is, the outlook for the deeper extended forecast, the, the late summer, early fall, and potentially winter would be for another La Nina, which would make it basically a triple header. And we all know what that's meant for the last couple of years. So everything you've been hearing about water conservation, awareness, fire prep, all of that, we might be double or tripling down on all of that. So I think people, you know, kind of like what we're dealing with the, in the economy right now, this is a marathon, and it's not a sprint, and people need to be informed and aware. But if you're going to be leaning on one side right now, you kind of should lean on it's going to be a little dry. And, you know, I think in terms of 
city planning and all that type of stuff, everybody's aware of the impact. And it's kind of a bummer, dude, when you look at what's happening out at the lakes. You know, Nascimento's down to 25%. Lopez, you can't even do a launch off the main ramp anymore. Um, you know, we are, we are a destination for Californians that are sick and tired of the big city or the really blazing hot environment sometimes. And even now, we're impacted by what we're dealing with in climate these days. And uh, again, it's a marathon. I think if, if we are smart about this, smart about planning and conservation and management and aware of climate change, uh, you know, we can make the right decisions. But right now, it does look a bit of a challenge. That would be my take. You know, just like the reading of, like, Lake Mead. I mean, they're, they're discovering, like, ghost towns there. I mean, it's remarkable. It's crazy. I went out there. I went out there, and I did an interview. I did a whole thing. Uh, and we haven't aired it yet, but I, I'm sitting on it. We did a whole thing. They have police, basically, for waterways. They have a car. They've got lights on it. They drive around city streets, and they look for violators. Now, they're not putting anybody in jail, but what they're doing is they're making water enforcement a big thing. And here's what I think is a huge thing for California and the West. This whole idea of having a lawn, it's a very European thing that we took to the United States when we didn't have to worry about how much water was around. Well, with population and with climate change, we might need to think about not trying to make our places here in California look like they're in England. I mean, we might have to do a lot more xeriscaping. We might have to have more laws which say that, you know, you can develop, but you need to have xeriscape laws. I mean, this is, we're going to, it's going to change the way our homes work and the way that they appear from the outside. Uh, we have got to stop using water for non usable areas. You know, like how many people go out into their lawn and sit in their lawn? Right. Not no, many. no, exactly. You know, it's, 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 so it, Adam, it's a big thing. And I know you, you know, with uh, what you're doing with the wine folks. I know you're more aware than anybody the challenges that we face, but it's more than agricultural now. We're going to get into how much does water cost, and we know how that affected us with gas and everything else. Climate change is going to start to actually cost real dollars now. And, um, and I, again, I, it's a thing that John has been talking about for a long time, and I've been talking about for a long time. You know, I'd say 10 years ago, we met a lot of resistance on that. I get a lot less resistance now. I take the message out. Yeah, so interesting. And, you know, you talk about the, the, the water, and it's such a great point, because you even look at California, I mean, like 6% of the water we use is is that of, like, residential. So, I mean, it's even even though the fact that it's so important in, in that neighborhood of conversation that you're talking about, there's going to be a lot of bigger conversations, too. KSPY meteorologist, always love to just pick your brain and talk things. It's like, I can't not have you on the phone and get a little from you. But the words that you said about John Lindsay, so sweet, so touching, and I just appreciate you more than you know, my man, you jumping on the phone, being up and at him in the morning with me and i uh, can't thank you enough dude hey i'm always here for you anytime buddy i know that the schedules don't always sync up but hey love the central coast love the energy love what you guys are doing on the show and uh bless your brother take care and uh best to you and your crew up and adam in the morning with adam on weekday mornings 6 to 10 a.m the crush 92.5 the perfect blend